one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Two former WWE stars debut at TNA Hard to Kill. Jack Perry tears up his AEW contract and debuts for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mustafa Ali is another person who debuted for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And ECW legend Sabu is set to retire in 2024. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling, the solo Sunday news here. Myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I hope the new year is treating you as well as it possibly can. And let's get into some wrestling talk. And most importantly, first and foremost, let's get into talk of Nick Nemeth and Ash by Elegance debuting for TNA Wrestling. Yes, TNA last night held their Hard to Kill pay-per-view, which ushered in the rebranding, the re-rebranding, I guess, of Impact Wrestling to TNA Wrestling. And as part of that, there was a tease that, that there was going to be a major arrival, a major new signing. The first one that turned up was Ash by Elegance, who you may also know as Dana Brooke. Yes, there was a tease earlier on of there was a mystery lady in a uh, in a black limousine and then when the uh, knockouts title match between jordan grace challenging trinity when that match took place there we get introduced to ash by elegance the former dana brooke so dana brooke is in the impact zone the tna zone whatever zone it is she's there and she's now ash by elegance uh, ashley is her real name uh, so it's a play on that um now trinity did lose the knockouts title which i believe was her first loss in tna uh, to jordan grace uh, amidst all those rumors that Trinity is in the form and Naomi is on the cusp of return to WWE. So we'll have to see how that goes. But yes, for now, Ash by Elegance, the former Dana Brooke, is in TNA Wrestling, as is Nick Nemeth, the former Dolph Ziggler. Yes, now this was the, the big one at the end of the pay-per-view, the end of Hard to Kill. Uh, the main event there was Moose challenging Alex Shelley for the impact, well, the TNA world title, sorry. My, my bad, I'm getting used to this still. Uh, and Moose won. Moose is your new TNA world champion. And then after the match... This music hits, the, the the Titan Tron pops up, the video plays, and it's Nick Nemeth on the screen. Uh, it, well, his name, anyway, at least. And then you have, um, there was the, the system are all kind of like looking like, where's he coming from? What's he going to do? What's going to happen? And then Nick Nemeth came from the crowd, hit a super kick and a zigzag on Moose, went off into the crowd again, took his, well, tore his shirt off, kind of Hulk Hogan style, brother. And underneath, he had a TNA wrestling logo t-shirt. Yes, so Nick Nemeth. Looks like he may have signed for TNA, possibly, or at least he's going to be working some shots for them. Uh, and his first match has actually been announced that will be taking place today, the tapings today against Zachary Wentz of the uh, the Rascals, uh, formerly known as Nash Carter in NXT. There's lots of formerly knowns today. Uh, so, yes, this is a, a big shot in the arm for TNA. Uh, I think Dana Brooke, um, Ash by Elegance, as we will now be calling her, uh, came on leaps and bounds those last couple of years in WWE. She, she just always put in the work, always put in the effort. 
Um, and as for nickname of Dolph Ziggler, just a, a, an absolutely great in-ring worker, a great promo. And this is really, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do away from WWE. This is somebody that came through the WWE system, as did Dana Brooke, as, as did Ash by Elegance, as we will call her. Um, so it's, yeah, with the, the former Mr. Ziggles, the show off, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what's next for him. Obviously, he's clearly gone in straight at the main event um, of, uh, of TNA. Uh, looks like he will be doing battle with Moose at some point over that TNA World title. Uh, and of course, we have that, that I was going to say Dolph Ziggler, but Nick Nemeth as well uh, appeared for, uh, well, New Japan Pro Wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom uh, just the other weekend um, to set up something with David Finley. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting one to keep an eye on with Nick Nemeth. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what this dude is going to do. Uh, and also, in terms of looking forward to seeing what this dude is going to do, is Jack Perry. Jack Perry has resurfaced. Yes, this is a Jack Perry who we have not seen since August. Uh, and that was, of course, at All In or Brawling, whatever you want to call it, uh, where he uh, he cried. Well, CM Punk was told to cry me a river. Um, it's real glass, all that jazz. There's a brawl backstage, Jack Perry's suspended or whatever, put out to pasture for a little bit. CM Punk ultimately leaves the company as a result of this altercation. But yes, Jack Perry has reared his head in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, Battle in the Valley, which took place last night. Uh, Jack Perry appeared out of the blue. Uh, Jack Perry, who had almost a kind of latter years Jim Morrison look going on with, with as in he'd grown out his beard, full beard. He didn't go, he wasn't going full on uh, Jim Morrison, but yeah, he'd grown out his beard, his hair's obviously massive um and yeah he, he came out the crowd in, in a mask uh, this masked man came out in the tag show to umino took the mask off it is jack perry who then pulled out an aw contract and ripped it up and then put on an armband that said scapegoat so yes this is uh this is what's next with jack perry and this is something to keep an eye on because yeah, the, the scapegoat thing is certainly something. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling for Jack Perry is certainly something. Um, and uh, a New Japan Pro Wrestling match against Shota Umino, that could well be something. Uh, it's something that I've got my eye on. There's lots of something. There's Jake something. That's 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 TNA. Just throwing it in there just because. <laughs> because it's a Sunday morning and I've had too much coffee. But somebody else who also made their presence known for New Japan Pro Wrestling at Battle in the Valley is Mustafa Ali. Um, this wasn't He wasn't there in person, but there was a, a vignette played where um, basically Mustafa Ali has thrown down the challenge, which has been made official now, for Hiromu Takahashi at Windy City Riot in April. Um, it was, uh, if you've been keeping up with Ali on socials, he's he's doing a campaign, I guess is what it's been called as, where he's just campaigning to bring his talents to pretty much any promotion around the world. Um, obviously, he returned to the ring after being released by WWE in September. He returned earlier this month, competed in Paris, uh, was in action for GCW on Friday. Um, and yes, he appeared at New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle in the Valley via video to lay out the challenge to Hiromu, uh, which has since been made official. So that that's another one to look for. It's just like a fun time right now, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's uh, it, maybe I'm too positive, um, but it's like, you know, and I'm sure there'll be lots of comments moaning and blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, and it's a weird industry at the moment with weird fandom where people hate on way too much, but it's a fun time. You've got someone like Mustafa Ali turning up in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Jack Perry turning up in New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, the former Dana Brooke and Dolph Ziggler turning up in TNA, CM Punk is back in WWE. Uh, there's just lots of fun things going on. There's the, the, the rumblings and rumors about what's going to happen with Mercedes, uh, what's going to happen with Camille, what's going to happen with Julia. Uh, you got Alex Hammerstone turning up for TNA. It's like, it's it's a it's a fun old time. It's in, let's embrace it let's be um, maybe i'm too positive for sunday so i will be quiet I'm quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Move on to the next story we have, which is Sabu. Yes, Sabu, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying maniac is set to retire this year. Now, he's kind of been retired already, but he's came out now uh, during the appearance on Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, that podcast, to, uh, to say that, yeah, his aim is to properly retire later this year, possibly in July. And possibly, probably, seemingly against Rob Van Dam. Yeah, um, and Rob Van Dam has, has kind of muted the idea of let's do a barbed wire match. And Sabu's kind of quietly shut that down and just said he wants to have a wrestling match uh, because obviously a barbed wire match would be a gimmick match. Uh, as Sabu put it, the gimmick of this, the selling point of this match is that it's his last match. So you don't really need a... Um, another gimmick on top of it, a hat on a hat sort of thing. So yes, Sabu is looking to wind things down properly, formally. This is somebody whose career probably dates back uh, before a lot longer than people may realize because Sabu kind of broke through in what, 1984? Um, and he wrestled for a big time wrestling, which is the promotion run by his uncle, The Sheik. Um, he, he performed for what, uh, FMW. Uh, he performed for, for USWA in Memphis. Then he'd arrive in what was then Eastern Championship Wrestling in 1993. Uh, big shout out to ECW because I'm, I'm in the process at the moment of working my way through all the uh, hardcore TVs. I'm going to rewatch those. I'm up to about mid-1996 at the moment. So it's, get, it's getting good. It's getting really good right now. So yes, yeah, Sabu, of course, arrived in 1993 in Eastern Championship Wrestling. Soon started feuding with a fellow known by, uh, known as the Tasmaniac, who those two would go on to be kind of career rivals, I guess you could say. Uh, the Tasmaniac, of course, becoming just Taz. Uh, yeah, so this is somebody that 
he grew as Eastern Championship Wrestling became ECW as in Extreme Championship Wrestling and Sabu fit that mold of what ECW wanted to be. He fit that like the love, uh, bringing the hardcore style that um, rarely had been seen. Sabu, literally, it's, the nickname is there, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying maniac absolutely sums up Sabu pitch perfect. Um, he'd also compete for what, WCW, had a little stint there, New Japan, All Japan, uh, TNA, popped up in AEW last year really randomly and uh, pretty pointless, to be honest, where it's like Adam Cole's bringing in Sabu, okay, and Sabu's just going to fall off the top rope through a table, and that's it. But anyway, he got to tick off the AEW uh, list as well, as well as being part of WWE's relaunch ECW back in... Was it 2006 did that that happen? I, I tried to block that out because, yeah, well, it wasn't so great. There's me talking about 1996 ECW and how great that's getting. Yeah, that, that WWE ECW relaunch, not quite as good. Um, so, yes, yeah, Sabu is calling it a day this year. Uh, and what a career. Uh, T-time ECW world champion. Um, just, yeah. Um, and, and I think if you are going to end Sabu's career, what better way to do it than against Rob Van Dam, somebody who Sabu had many wars with and also tag team with uh, over the years. So yeah, that, that's that's a cool one. Again, something fun to keep an eye on. Wrestling's fun. Let's be fun. Let's be happy. Let, let's, uh, no, I know I'm being way too positive. It's my first solo Sunday news back after the new year. So allow me to be positive uh, for once. Right. Uh, question time. Yes, Hector Garcia III has got in touch. Uh, hey, Hector. Where are we? All is right on Sundays again. I, I, if, if this is right, then hey, I'm all here for it. Uh, had the pandemic not hit and Roman would have faced Goldberg, uh, that'll be at WrestleMania, do we know if the tribal chief character was planned to begin at WrestleMania with that matchup or did it manifest during Roman's absence? Um, I don't know if it's been kind of put out there as in a definitive answer on this one, but for me, looking from the outside in, I'd say that absolutely not. This That was not planned. Uh, it was just a case of when Roman's absence happened, of course, Roman stepping back once the, the world went to uh, the dogs um, with the, the COVID-19 pandemic and Roman being compromised as health and he chose to step away. Um, I'm more power to him for that, right? So uh, you got to take care of your health first and foremost and, and, and your family. So yeah, I think that once Roman did that, and was off TV for, for however long it was. I think it was just during that time where it's like maybe they just kind of, the, the cogs started turning. They're like, well, when we bring him back, why don't we do something different? So I don't think that plan was in motion before he took that absence. I don't think that plan was in motion when he was set to face Goldberg at WrestleMania. Of course, that spot would go to uh, Braun Strowman against the against Big Bill, the man, uh, in the end. Uh, so yeah, I think it was just something that came together during Roman's absence. And, and it was great. And it was... It was one of the, it was a really grim time in the world. It was a really grim time in professional wrestling because you had all these empty arenas. Um, but one of the, the the big positives to come out of it in, in a wrestling sense was the tribal chief, was the head of the table because that character was allowed to flourish in the empty arenas because it was a Roman Reigns that was a lot more, um, some would say plodding, some would say methodical. It, it, that, that character, and he still does to this day, he takes a more slow and uh, slow approach to things. And it was a trash talking, which was great during matches because obviously with the empty arena, there's minimal noise. So you could hear everything he was saying and it was great. And it gave him time during those awful days. It gave Roman time to kind of um, hone in on what that character would be and could be uh, and obviously he's been knocked out of the park when he does turn up <laughs> that that's that's the big caveat so yes i don't think the tribal chief was planned before uh roman's absence but obviously it worked out brilliantly for him uh and for us as fans because yes he's hardly here but when he is here he's really good 
He's really, really good. Uh, right, what else have we got here? Dustin Sentinel. Hello, Dustin. Oh my God, what a, what a fantastic picture. As always, send me pictures. <laughs> send me pictures of your pets on a Sunday. Helps me get through my Sunday working day. And what a fantastic, beautiful dog we have there. So Dustin's got in touch with, I don't know who's doing the solo Sunday news this week. <laughs> that, that would be me. Yes, uh, the brilliant Andy H. Murray uh, filled in last week while I was on holiday to watch Wrexham. Uh, I say on holiday, I was on leave to watch Wrexham beat Shrewsbury in the FA Cup. Come on the town. Uh, yes, I don't know who's doing the solo Sunday news this week. Who's your favorite heel and least favorite baby face? Ooh, that's quite the question. Um, my favorite heel would be evil. Ah, joking. Yeah, just all the jokes this morning on a Sunday. Um, I mean, I mentioned him earlier. Moose. Moose is a great heel. Uh, but I think for me, Jimmy Uso is so entertaining as a heel, but it's like, I, I want to watch him. So it's not like, boo, I hate this guy. It's like, nah, this guy's entertaining. I want to watch this. Um, I, I guess Samoa Joe, which uh, he is entertaining and I want to watch him. But I think, I, I don't think anybody in professional wrestling right now or at least not many people carry themselves as legitimately as Samoa Joe. Whether he's a babyface or a heel, he's just like, the, the dude has just been, he's been so good for so long. And you, you look at it and you're thinking, with WWE, what a missed opportunity. Uh, just like, really? Really? You passed up on this? Uh, you fired him twice. You brought him back just to fire him again. Uh, yeah. Um, I still, to this day, I, I mean, I'm sure we all do this, where you go back and you watch certain promos over and over again, or certain interactions over and over again. Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, that, that stuff is just like, yeah, man. Yeah, but so for me, I think my favorite heel in the business right now would be Samoa Joe, the AEW world champion um and what was the other part of the question oh least favorite baby face Oof. hmm i mean she's injured at the moment so i can't really say her is the answer but charlotte flair i just i never take as a baby face i just i it's she's a natural heel um uh who else the, the miz is a strange one to take as a baby face but people seem to be getting really behind him at the moment so hey more power to him um <laughs> now, this might get me some uh, some bother, but I, I always think the Young Bucks are just the absolute worst baby faces imaginable. They're just such annoying pricks. <laughs> as, uh, I mean that half jokingly, as in, like, yeah, no, they are. <laughs> but yeah, I think that the Young Bucks make for really, really. Um, crap baby faces i just i can't obviously now that they're, they're on a uh, that, that heel turn that they're doing because hey they've had a shave and got little mustaches if i turn up next uh, next sunday the next solo sunday news with a mustache clearly i've turned heel um yeah so i, I think that yeah the young bucks are uh, just awful baby faces but i think god chris jericho is somebody who chris jericho actually i'm just gonna reach over here i'm gonna knock all the stuff over but yeah big chris jericho fan this guy i'm a huge jericho fan in fact there's 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 there's, there's more jericho this yeah big jericho fan huge chris jericho fan um one of the, the all-time modern greats should we say uh one of my favorite wrestlers uh, of all time but just like nah it's this is not it chris jericho's a baby face these days i i i just know and obviously you've got the stuff that's going on with Jericho or, or, or it maybe isn't going on with Jericho who knows um but I, yeah I, I don't I don't take Chris Jericho as a baby face these days um the fact that your your baby face yeah your your former world champion top baby face had to have his music played throughout a beatdown so that it drowned out the booze 
that's not great. Um, so, so yeah, there, there's a few options there. Um, I, if she's active, I'd say Charlotte. I just think Charlotte is a is an amazing heel. She's fantastic. It's not to say she's a bad worker. It's not to say she's a bad promo. Just some people are better as heels. Charlotte Flair is that. So Charlotte Flair is a baby face, not for me. Um, one last question. Uh, where are we here? Let's have a little nose. Damien OD has got in touch. Hey, Damien. Um, if AEW is going to bring in super factions in 2024, I'm all in for the faction of best friends and friends, please. Actually, I guess that's not really a question. But yeah, super factions. Yeah, it's... I mean, people when people think of factions of faction warfare, they think back to um, the Monday Night Wars, to the Attitude Era, and there was a lot going on then. There was, there was just like... Everybody was in some form of faction, it felt like. Whether it was the Heart Foundation, which obviously was the greatest faction of all time, um, whether it was DX, whether it was the Nation of Domination, whether it was the, the Corporation, whether it was the Ministry, whether it was the Corporate Ministry, whether it was the McMahon-Helmsley regime, whether it was the one I forgot the name of totally, that was like Ken Shamrock, Mick Foley, Big Show, and somebody else. Bossman, maybe? Oh my God, what was that called? That was really brief. Um, whether it was a mean street posse was shame of man that like everybody was in a faction it felt like at that point in time everybody pop austin and yeah uh austin was just like again that's that's his whole character was just like the lone wolf the the, the badass texan who just hasn't dta don't trust anybody so yeah factions when people think of factions they think they actually they're um or even obviously you look in the uh, it was a WCW and it was just there was it was all over the place. There was there was the NWO, there was the NWO Wolfpack, there was Black and White, there was NWO two thousand, there was other NWOs, there was N there was the the LWO, there was the um the natural born thrillers, there was there was a lot going on uh, in WCW as well with, with factions. Um Shout out to the Jung Dragons. Oh yes, the, the greatest faction of all time there in WCW. Uh, but yes, no, so factions with me. I, I can take or leave them, to be honest. I, it's They can be great, they can be not be great. It's just, if give me good professional wrestling. If it involves factions, great. If it doesn't involve factions, uh, I'm just as good. Um, but yeah, there, there is a lot going on right now, uh, especially looking at AEW, um, as you talk about there, Damien, Undisputed Kingdom, uh, I guess the, the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler and whatever's going on there, that's developing as the Don Callis family. Uh, there is the ever-expanding best friends where you, you've got kind of Dan Houses involved, Hook's kind of there as well, Chris Statlander, obviously Chucky T, Trent Beretta, Orange Cassidy, the House of Black, that's sort of kind of added uh, Sky Blue to the mix as well. So yeah, there's 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 a lot of factions going on, uh, and obviously WWE as well. Uh, it's, it's, got, it's got a few factions going on right now as well. So yeah, it's it's the same as anything for me in professional wrestling, if, it, if, it's, if it's good. I'll appreciate it. If it's not good, I wouldn't appreciate it. So yes, hopefully that answers your question. Uh, thank you for sticking with us on these Solo Sunday news. The first Solo Sunday news back me of the new year. So apologies if I'm way too caffeinated and uh, just all over the place. Uh, there'll be another video here of people rambling about stuff. If you want to give that a click, I'll be back next weekend. You have a great rest of your day. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.